again, and welcome to Inside Orange County Water Polo. I'm Dan Albino with the Orange County Register, OCVarsity.com, and I'm joined again, once again, by Steve Carrera of Orange Lutheran, Boys and Girls Water Polo, and of course, GoLiveWaterPolo.com. And Steve, uh, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. Thanks a lot for having me again, Dan. I really appreciate it. Uh, looking forward well, to great. It is great to talk some more water polo with you. Um, it's a big week in girls' water polo. It's the Irvine Southern California Championships are coming up this week. It's a 32-team tournament. It's the last big tournament of the regular season. I know you wanted to get in this tournament, and hopefully uh, Orange Luton will be in this tournament uh, in years to come. But this is a loaded field, uh, especially on Division One. And you know, Division One is there's a lot going on. You know, obviously thanks to the uh, the Lancers with a big upset victory over Newport Harbor recently. But coach, uh, what do you think about the, this field uh, as we uh, get really closer to the, the playoffs? There's a lot of Division One talent in this uh, this Irvine tournament. Yeah, I mean, I got a look at the bracket uh, earlier today, and I mean, obviously the field is just completely stacked with uh, the top four uh, seeds being Laguna, Foothill, Newport, and CDM, and then you have the teams from Santa Barbara coming down, as well as some of those teams from Inland Empire uh, and even San Diego. So I would expect to be, there's going to be some really, really close games, some really good quarterfinal games, and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a, a pretty big upset um, on day one of that of that tournament. So it should be some fun water polo to watch. You know, I'm, I'm intrigued to see, you know, um, Laguna, Laguna Beach is just, you know, the top seed is just on a roll. They won the Holiday Cup. They won the Santa Barbara Tournament of Champions. You know, last year, they had a real, a real impressive seat. You know, we called it the Triple Crown, the so-called Triple Crown, where they won all three tournaments. And they're, they've got a great chance of doing it again. Do you, do you think anybody's going to slow down Mackenzie Fisher, Aria Fisher, Ethan D'Amato, uh, Holly Parker in goal? I mean, can anybody stop the top seed breakers? You know, on day one, I don't see it happening. I mean, I think they're going to get by Esperanza and then the winner of the uh, Montebello uh, game. I think that's Montebello and Marietta Valley. So I think day one, they're going to they're going to roll. Um, day two, I would expect that CDM is going to be uh, CDM or San Marcos will be in that game against them. And you know, I think. CDM is looking forward to another matchup with Laguna Beach. I think they really would like to play them, especially heading into the playoffs. And I think what's going to be interesting about this weekend is that coaches won't be holding back. You know, you're going to see a lot of plays, and the style of play that you're going to see is going to be what you're going to see in CIF. And so I think right now everybody's vying for that best seed that they can get in Division One, Two, Three, whatever division they're in, and so they're going to pull out all the stops. So I think you're going to see some very exciting water polo, and the only team that really doesn't have to change things up right now is Laguna, so I think that's their advantage. <laughs> yeah, you know, one team I think is really interesting is, is going to be Newport Harbor, because the polls came out uh, today, the new Division One rankings, and this is after Orange Lutheran defeated Newport Harbor 10-6. And Newport probably had to hold their breath after losing that game. You know what? Did, what just happened to us? Could we? How could we fall in the polls? Because um, you know everybody wants to. You know, if you're a major contender, you know you, you want to be opposite 
side of the bracket of Laguna Beach. You want to be, you know, a two-three side is, is, you know, two-three seed or two-three ranking in Division One. That's ideal. You're going to be playing to try to get into finals and play the best team, the unde- perhaps undefeated team, in the finals. So Newport Harbor, they they fall on Saturday and they but they don't fall in the polls. They keep that number three ranking. I was wondering if Newport Harbor is going to have to, uh, you know, if they did fall. You know, were they going to ha- were they going to have to try to deliver a very strong, maybe even a peak type performance at the Irvine SoCal Championships to maybe try to get back in that ranking um, and try to you know improve their thing, their uh, ranking. But they're they're ranked uh, they're third, and um, they they dodged the bullet. I wonder if they'll you know do you think they'll have the same kind of urgency that. Uh, you know, they, they might have had um, if they, you know, if they, you know, perhaps fallen in the, in the bowls. Yeah, I mean, I think right now, Newport's a very good team. Um, like you said, we played them on Saturday. Orange Lutheran played them on Saturday, and, and they're a really great team. I think um, there's arguments for for both sides in terms of rankings, and I'm sure CDM has an argument of why they should be three. Orange Lutheran has an argument of why we should be three. Newport probably has an argument of why they should be three. The only two teams that are secure right now are Laguna and Foothill. I mean, they're clearly one and two. But I think with Newport, uh, you know, I don't see them not getting into the semifinals of this tournament. Uh, I feel like if they can get into the semis, and even if they get fourth in this tournament, they're going to hold their ranking. Because if, if us beating them by four doesn't change it, then... Uh, losing to CDM, who they've beat three times, shouldn't change it either. So um, I would say that they're in a pretty good position right now in terms of rankings. What I think is is more important for them is to get a complete game because they've been so close with Laguna Foothill, and I think they really want that opportunity to be able to play them again. I think... In, in their mind, I think that they could be the number one team uh, if they play very well on that day. So uh, I think that will be very interesting. Uh, the rankings, you know, if I could touch on that for a second here. Um, sure. You know, I think the rankings themselves were very interesting. Um, you know, I saw in, in the OC poll we moved up to number four, which obviously we're, we're stoked to be considered one of those top four teams. Um I do think that any team between two and six or seven, you know, I mean, they could beat each other on any given day. And I think those are very close. So that's where the debate comes in. I think that's really tough. Um, You know, but obviously disappointed that we weren't number three, that Orange Lutheran didn't move up to number three. But, you know, it's one of those things where I, I guess... CIF is looking at a body of work and like I told you earlier today I think what's what's more important than body of work is you know if it's a weekly poll it needs to be a weekly poll who's the best team that week and that changes that fluctuates from week to week and you might hold ranking for one week and you might drop the next but you look at uh, some of the other teams in there in division one or even Division Two, for that matter. You have Montebello jumping from number five to number one after upsetting El Toro. You have Rosary jumping from not ranked 
to number 10 after beating Santa Margarita. And so by the logic that the committee had, I would think that Santa Margarita would stay at number 10 if, you know, they're looking at body of work. So it's interesting. I mean, I guess there's a debate all the way around. We'll never know. But um, I don't know. Those were my initial thoughts when I saw the rankings come out. Yeah, the rankings are interesting. You know, like you said, you know, and you know they're weekly rankings, but you know they 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 factor so much into how the actual playoffs seedings are formulated, and everyone's trying to make them as fair as possible for those playoff seedings that ultimately come out. These you know these these weekly ranking rankings at some point funnel into that last poll, and we're from that last poll we're gonna we're gonna see this bracket. So they are so uh, very crucial. Much, you know, the CIF rankings are much more important than, than the uh, the Orange County rankings. And it was a tough um, it was a tough uh, decision for me on the on the division in the Orange County poll. You know, I, I strongly considered Orange Lutheran for three, and for me it was going to be Orange Lutheran going to be three or four. And uh, you know, I was very impressed with how you guys played. And um, I actually did a you know I did you know a head to head took the composite records. Of the of Newport CDM and Orange Lutheran all against each other, and took formulated a, a record between those three teams against each other, and you know Newport comes out with a four and one record, and, and that's you know that's pretty impressive. Um, and you know you guys have a slightly better winning percentage than CDM, so I, I gave you guys a nod and, and thought deservedly so you need some type of um, promotion, and uh, you know CDM comes out a fifth in my poll. But, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, I think there has been a movement the last couple of years, uh, you know, among uh, coaches who uh, put together the CIF rankings that are, they're, you know, coaches' polls, essentially, with the you know, CIF has a coaches committee. There's coaches that put together this poll. And I'm, I'm sure they talk to, you know, you know, ho- hopefully they're canvassing other coaches um, and putting these together. But I think there has a, been a big debate. Uh, is it how much of it is? Um, body of work for the whole season, and how much is it how you're playing at the end of the year? And I want to say that maybe a good about ten years ago, I in, in, in some of my uh, you know around that time, I think the, the how you're playing at the end of the year was actually it used to be a pretty hot ingredient. Yeah, um, well, I mean, I but I, I don't. I think it's cooled off the last couple of years. I think I talked to more and more coaches the last couple of years, and they're really talking more about um, body of work. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have a weekly poll, like I said then it has to be what you're doing that week. It can't, you know, otherwise let's just have a monthly poll. You know, I mean, if it's going to be body of work, then, you know, by that logic, if somebody beats Laguna, if Foothill beats Laguna this weekend, they don't become number one. I don't think that's right. I mean, I think if Foothill beats Laguna, then Foothill deserves to be number one for this week. Uh, I don't, I don't see it any other way. And so, you know, I think it confuses people. I think it really does. I think it makes things more complicated than it has to be. I mean, we beat Newport this week. Um, this week we were better than Newport. So uh, I, ju- I just think we should just, you know, move 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 up to three. And But again, I mean, we are not... In terms of myself, and I, I feel very comfortable speaking about, you know some of the coaches that are in the Division One and Division Two, you know, rankings are great. It's awesome. It makes us feel 
and the team feel good, but ultimately we're focused on winning league, uh, doing the best that we can to get into CIF, and uh, taking care of business, because in the end, we have to beat everybody anyway, so um, I I think it it doesn't make a huge difference. We're going to see, if if we're there, we're going to see Laguna at some point, we're going to see CDM at some point, I mean... It is what it is, so we're just going to focus on what we can control and um, kind of take it from there. So uh, I know the other coaches are saying exact same thing because I'm sure Ross isn't happy at CDM about being fifth in any poll, for that matter. You know, so it's one of those things where he he has an argument just like we all do. So yeah, you know, it's interesting because in some ways, I mean, do you feel like with the way the polls came out this week? Um, and the way the coaches are apparently viewing, you know, body of work and the way they're viewing the season, it's almost like the rankings aren't going to be in play that much um, this weekend. Um, it, it, you know, if CDM were to upset Laguna, you know, um, I mean, is there any way CDM can get past a, a Newport or Foothill or Laguna in the rankings if they pulled up something late? Well, that, is there any way that Newport could really jump over um, Foothill or Laguna, um, it just seems like everything is pretty much set unless maybe you have uh, like a San Marcos who, who just lost uh, CDM on Saturday. Um, I mean, maybe San Marcos uh, could make a, a little a little noise. I don't know. They, you, you know, know, San but, Marcos. But even on, even on that, even on, sorry to interrupt you, but even, even on that end, um, I think you're right. I mean, I think uh, C, the CIF committee has um, sort of back themselves up into uh, into a corner here because if you're not going to move number five after they beat number three, then you can't move CDM if they beat Newport or Laguna or Foothill they, because they've already lost to them. So you can't right. move them up. You can't move San Marcos up because they've lost to... I, I don't know if they've lost to Newport, Foothill. I know they lost to Laguna, but they've lost to CDM and they've lost to Orange Lutheran. So... You're basically saying, the committee's basically saying, these are going to be the top five seeds um, going into the tournament or the top six seeds going into CIF. And I think that's very, that, that's very dangerous because I don't think it gives the teams the credit when they're playing well at the end of the year. No one's playing for December. No one's playing for January. We're all playing for CIF in middle of February. That's what we're working for. And... You know, I we talked a little bit earlier, and I mentioned you know if this was college football, uh, we you know the it's week to week, people get moved. You know, if number three loses, they can get bumped down all the way to eight or nine. You know, they, it's that's just the way it is. And so I think um, I think we're making it more complicated than it really needs to be. Um, and uh, I, I would be. Uh, I would be wrong to say that a Battle of the Bay quarterfinal wouldn't be pretty amazing. <laughs> so, you know, not to put that out there, but, you know, I, I think a 4-5 Newport CDM would be a great game anyway. So, um, but we'll, like I said, we'll see how it all plays out. And um, I know that what my biggest concern not being, um, I don't want to I don't want to word this the wrong way, not being invited into the, to the Irvine tournament, um, you know, I think our biggest concern is moving down, you know, not being in the tournament. 
do we get moved if there's a if there is a upset? Do we all of a sudden drop because of because we're not playing in that tournament? So hopefully not. You know, hopefully our body of work. We've only lost to number one, number three, and number four. So hopefully um, yeah. our body of work speaks for itself as well. Yeah, I I think that is, uh, and that's probably that opens up to a good point, coach. Is that you know the Irvine SoCal championships have been viewed as um, a, you know, and even Coach Barnett pointed out, he one of his quotes over the weekend was, you know, this tournament usually solves uh, ranking problems, and well, it, it it would it would help the situation this week if Orange Lutheran was in it, as the debate is raging about where to put Lutheran, where to put Newport, where to put CDM. Well, if they were, if you guys were in this tournament, and um, hopefully seated in a, in, a, in a pretty good area, which it could easily be. Uh, you guys could have been, you know, of course these brackets have come out uh, probably before you uh, your victory on Saturday. So you probably could have been, Orange Lutheran could have been fifth. Yeah, we would have and been you could, in San Marcos to spot. Yeah, sure. take that San Marcos spot based on how you, you did at the Santa Barbara tournament. And we could have gotten um, a very good read on um, uh, you know, uh, CDM and, and Orange Lutheran, and gotten that settled. And then, if you you say if if Orange Lutheran were to win that game against CDM, get to the semifinals, and then it's yeah, we just beat CDM at their line SoCal, and the week before we beat Newport. So how can we not be ranked third? We beaten both both the teams three and four in the last two weeks to end the season. Yeah, no, there, there should there would be. There would be. How would you not be third? So what I'm saying is that hopefully the tournament organizers will, you know, uh, will look at this and see how this is a, a void that definitely needs to be. You're gonna have the Irvine SoCal championships. You gotta have the team that's rising in Division One in the field, and um, it, 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 it really needs to happen uh, for the be- for the betterment of the sport. Um, and and you know, hopefully, the, you know, I think the word is should be getting out. Everyone, sh- you know, I think is uh, even uh, Ethan uh, D'Amato mentioned, you know, early in the girl season. Yet everybody knows that you know Orange Lutheran is on the rise, and you guys are doing a great job. And uh, it would really be uh, helpful to Division One rankings if you guys were in this tournament this year. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you know, that's all part of starting a program, though. You know, it, when you start a program. Year, it's it's difficult to get into some of these tournaments. You know, I mean, last summer and the summer before that, we weren't even in the state championship in the summer for the boys. Um, hopefully, we're in this year. But um, you know, I've dealt with that when I was at Northwood. I dealt with it when I was at Concordia. You just have to sort of be patient and wait for the for the invite. And once it come, once it comes, then you got to take it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we obviously when we look at this bracket, we're we would love to play in it, but, you know, I think I told you on Saturday at the Newport game that it could be a blessing in disguise. I mean, this is a very uh, tough field, and it could be just a way for us to step back and, and really sort of um, focus on ourselves and not worry about the competition and just get ready for CIF and all those kind of, all that kind of stuff. So I think that's how we're spinning it. I mean, whether that's, you know, people think that's uh, – baloney or not, I mean, that, that's that's what I'm saying is, 
it's it's a blessing and and we're just going to take it for what it is and focus on uh league game I, whenever this comes out we will have played Santa Margarita um so we're focusing on that right now and um trying to win league championship so um but it's still an amazing tournament i mean this tournament looks I, if i was a fan which i am um you know i'll be at some of these games watching some of these games just not not necessarily scouting or Division One or anything like that, but just watching some high level water polo because there's going to be some good games. Yeah, I'm interested to see if anybody can make a, a surprise move. You know, I, I think uh, some of these number three seeds in some of the pools. I mean, I you know they a little they surprised me a little bit. You have you know Los Alamos is a, a three seed in the foothill bracket, yeah. and I think they're better than the number two seed, which is El Toro. Uh, I think Low South pretty talented if they're playing well. Um, you know, I think that would be a great game with El Toro. El Toro's playing a lot better um, in recent. You know, and I think if one of those teams is playing really well, maybe they can give uh, Foothill a game. And I think Agurus playing pretty well right now. I mean, I wonder how you know if they could put a scare into uh, you know they're a third seed in the Newport bracket. I wonder if they could give a scare in that bracket. And uh, you know, see what you know what San Marcos has got in a four or five. And you know, you know, Santa Margarita is the third seed in that CDM bracket. Maybe they can, um, maybe they can get things together. They have a lot of young talent over there. Um, Eagles are, you know, obviously they have a big match with you guys coming up. They're they're uh, they're having a little bit of a tough go right now, but a lot of talent there. And um, you know, Coach Weathersby's not gonna, you know, um, they're never gonna go quietly. So no, um, this is gonna be like uh, their, you know, if they don't make it to the playoffs, this is basically their CIF. Championship, so they're going to go all out, and um, I also, you know, I also like what Modern Day's done over the last uh, week. I mean, I know they lost to Wilson, but um, they played us really tight, and then they went and beat Santa Margarita, which was a must-win. So uh, the Trinity League is definitely very competitive right now, and I, I would say that that's got to be the toughest league in Division One. That and the Santa Bar and the the league in Santa Barbara have to be the toughest leagues in Division One right now. Laguna, Foothill, and Newport—they sort and CDM. I mean, they sort of roll over their competition in league. But um, the Trinity League has been really exciting over the last couple of weeks. So um, yeah, there's a lot of young talent in the Trinity League too. Some of the uh, standout freshmen in this league are pretty impressive. Yeah. I think there's uh, you know there's Maybe uh, you know, man, you know what? Yeah, you know, Rosary's got uh, Bailey Weber as a freshman center. Um, there's a good uh, freshman at uh, Santa Margarita, uh, Baya, and uh, and then um, the center at uh, Modern Day, Grace, uh, outstanding um, Dolly. You know, those are three uh, outstanding freshmen in the Trinity League. Yeah, no, and we've we've had a chance to see them play, and they're all. I mean. They they have a lot of athletic players um, that are making an impact right away. And uh, you know, we talked earlier in the year or early in the girl season about you know having like sort of a down year and so on and so forth. But when the talent is there, you're de- they're developing that talent. And you know, CDM same thing. They have people coming back. Newport has people coming back. Foothill, um, you know, Laguna. So I mean, uh, girls water pull over the next. You know, a couple of years, two or three years, 
it's definitely going to be very, very competitive. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive to watch how much talent yeah. is in the pool these these last this last season has been pretty amazing. Yeah, it's been great. You know, and I think one of the, you know speaking of modern day, I think their their matchup in the first round against Little Park's going to be pretty tough. Spartans uh, at a Villa Park are playing really well. They have a big game on Tuesday in league against Yorba Linda. So they, you know, that's number one priority is that, you know, Bill Park's got to make it to playoffs in that, you know, in the Crestview League. But modern day, watch out for Bill Park. Um, you know, that could be an interesting score. And I think Marietta Valley Montebello has another really, you know, that's a great first round game. Santa Barbara Cathedral is going to be a nails game. Yeah. Those three are, are outstanding first round games. Those, those uh, three right there. Yeah. I, I think those could go. I think those could, those could, those are all uh, flip them games, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the Santa Barbara Cathedral Catholic game is the one that really stands out for me. I mean, it, that game is going to be really tough because Santa Barbara, I mean, Walsh is a great coach, and even if they seemingly have a down year, they can still upset some people uh, big time. So, And this is their last uh, chance to move up. A little bit in the polls, so I, I think they're going to come out full force for this one. Yeah, I think I think you know when you're talking about Santa Margarita, Santa Margarita's going to have to watch playing Long Beach Wilson in the first round too. That's not going to be that's a pretty tough one too. I mean, Wilson just beat we just talked about Wilson beat Modern Day, um, so that they're uh, they're apparently uh, playing pretty well. So I think it's going to be a great tournament, Coach. So um, is there going to be any uh, any chance of any? Uh, Live stream? You think of the finals, or uh, or are you going to be saving up perhaps for for um, for uh, some uh, live streaming for for CIF? You know, we haven't we haven't talked to CIF about doing any live streaming for the uh, for the SoCal Championship. We are going to do the CIF semifinal, the Divi- the Division One uh, semifinal, um, and we're sort of gearing up for that right now. Uh, it would be nice to get at least one camera out there, and it doesn't have to be a big production, but I think people just want to see a game, um, especially the semifinals. For me, I, I always feel like the semifinals are, are the more exciting games just because there's a lot more on the line there. And, and of course, finals are amazing, um, and especially CIF, but for tournaments like the Irvine SoCal tournament, the, the semis are going to be really exciting. So... Um, if we can get out there, we definitely will, and we'll just keep you posted on that. All right, Coach. Well, hey, it was great talking. Uh, a lot of girls water polo. We we covered the Irvine SoCal champs from some great first round games. We we're talking Division One rankings. We're talking about philosophies about rankings, um, what the tournament means, and this is a lot of uh, great buildup. And we're not even uh, we're not even to the playoffs yet, so. Um, a lot of excitement, a lot of good debate, a lot of good water bowl playing out there. So it's uh, thanks, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's great to get some of your insight, coach. You're you're one of the players. You're you're right in the thick of things with uh, these major uh, major programs in Division One. So it's great to get some of your insight, and you know, great, you know, congrats on a lot of success, and uh, you know, good luck uh, the rest of the way, coach. Yeah, I appreciate it very much, Dan, and I appreciate uh, everything that you do for our sport and. Looking forward to seeing you on the deck and watching some great games heading into the playoffs here. All right, Coach. Well, it's been great chatting with you, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get together again soon. Thanks okay. a lot. Thanks a lot.